podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. And it's yet another Wednesday. Uh, today I've got Jim Johnson. Woohoo, I'm back. Hey, Jim, welcome back. <laughs> Loudmouth in the background is Louis Rigoni. Hello, doll fans. Jim, it's good to have you back. It's been what, a month? Yeah, it's been a little bit, four or five weeks probably. Wow, that's crazy, man. Time flies. I mean, it's good. You know, we're getting closer to the season. Um, good to have you back. I mean, should be a fun show, right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, well, you're here, Jim. The question, so guys, is will Xavier and Howard be a Dolphin come the season? Mm. That mm. that is the hundred dollar question. Recently, hundred. You know, yeah. Well, millions for as far as yes. Howard's camp is going. Yes, but, ten million. So, so what's your what's your guesstimate there, Lou? Is he going to be back? Yeah, I mean, he's got to be back. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, we talk about this all the time: treading water. You can't tread water. You you've got to eventually. Okay, they signed Baker, right? So yeah. he would have been another young guy that we lost. Obviously, they value him, right? Probably more so than the three of us do. But the point of the matter is he's a solid football player. I like, and, yeah, I like Baker. I, and, I'm, not, I'm not thrilled with him, but I like him. Right. We all do. I mean, yeah. we're, I think we're all, we're all on the same page in regard yeah. to Baker and, and um, his ability and what, you know, what we want him to become at right. some point. Right. And obviously and, the Dolphins are confident in him, right? Yep. yep. Um, so with that being said, you know, we picked up a really solid linebacker. You don't want to lose one. So we've got him now on the contract. Now you've got a nice group of players there. And I think Howard, they have to figure something out because you can't replace a guy like that. You just can't. I don't care. There's nobody on this roster and there's really not a lot of guys out there in the NFL that can fill his shoes. So unfortunately, it's not our money, guys, but unfortunately, this is, this is the NFL now, and this is, what, this is what it's become, and it's, well, this guy's getting paid this kind of money. I'm now, I'm now not the highest. He's not even the highest paid corner on our roster, correct? Correct. Right. So there you have it. So we have to deal with it. The Dolphins are going to have to figure out a way to pay him. Because I mean, if, that, that's really what pissed him off, Lou. And when Byron Jones was signed to a bigger contract than he got, you know, it, it, he felt insulted by that, especially after Jones didn't perform to the level that he did. Right. Well, I mean, the timing, Mike, though, is understandable. I mean, when they signed, when they signed Jones, Howard was coming off of a season, an injury-riddled season, right? Right, right after he signed his big contract, correct? He was out most of the year. So, I mean, you know, every year is different. And sometimes there's circumstances that you just can't control. The Dolphins felt they wanted another shutdown corner, and they went out and they did what they had to do to get him. Now, he should be happy about that. We're trying to win a Super Bowl here. I mean, you know, we sat down with Mercury Morris, Mike, and I told you this conversation. Yep. He said, "What? when is it enough money? What is enough money nowadays? I mean, it's ridiculous. The, the amount of money that these guys are making, regardless of what it is, 
is enough to carry them through the rest of their lives. I mean, none of us are going to see combined anything close to the type of money that these guys make in one football season. So with all that being said, um, you know, the Dolphins are going to have to do something with them or else there's going to be an issue. You're going to have a a malcontent and, um, you know, you're going to have a a situation where a guy is going to walk the, chance, the the minute he has an opportunity to, or he's not, you know, he's not going to show up at camp. He's going to hurt the team to some extent. And um, you hate to say it. I feel it's a little bit selfish, but th- th- this is what the NFL is nowadays. It's happening all over the league, guys. You know that. You see all the players that are that are not happy with their contracts right now that are on the contract. Yeah, it, it's a big problem for teams in general. You you draft a guy and. If he plays well and becomes a star or a Pro Bowl player or an All-Pro or whatever, he prices himself out of the team about 75% of the time. Or, you know, you tag him or you pay him whatever money they want and it, and it hamstrings your team for the foreseeable future. So it's, it's definitely a problem for team building at this point. And like you alluded to a little bit, Lou, I mean, how much is enough? Uh, and it does become well. Apparently, seventy-five million is not enough. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> does. Seventy-five be- million, Mike. It, listen to that. Yeah, two years ago he was the highest-paid cornerback, and he yeah. was tickled with that contract. And you know, then he had an injury-riddled season, and he didn't have any leverage, so he played last year and was out. Was exceptional. I get it. And yeah, he probably deserves a little more money, but I I can't see completely throwing out that whole contract and paying him what he wants right this minute uh, when those knees are on borrowed time, if you ask me. So especially if he's looking for a long-term deal. Well, yeah, I mean, what season is he coming into? Uh, it's okay. his second contract. So at what's this, his fifth year, sixth year, sixth year, probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think it is yeah. sixth year. Yeah. He's, I mean, what were you going to say, Mike? We've got ourselves a real dilemma because this team needs Howard to be successful. They need Howard to play the defenses that they want to play. And that's the problem from the team standpoint. Now the coach says, and he's right every year the bar gets set higher. So when Howard signed his extension, he was the highest paid player. Then Jalen Ramsey got signed and Byron Jones got signed and these guys made more money. And uh, that's the way it goes. I mean, the the, the cornerback that has to renegotiate next year is going to end up, uh, you know, with a bigger contract than some of those guys got, you know, just the way it goes. So, I mean, they've, they've got to come to some agreement, but I think that just tearing up his contract and making him the highest paid cornerback is not the answer. I think they've got to find some middle ground. I, well, I totally agree, and that's that's entirely up to him. I mean, yep. we know what Brady did year in and year out, right? I mean, yep. te- technically, he could have did the same type of thing and said, listen, I'm the best quarterback in the game right now. I've won all these Super Bowls, and I deserve to be paid as the highest paid quarterback, but he never did that. He always made sacrifices for the benefit of the team. 
you know, that this is the point, you know, when it comes to how much is enough money. I mean, honestly, you just, you just signed that contract two oh, years yeah, back. His wife made more than he did. So, uh, <laughs> right. you know, he, he didn't need the money, you know, in a sense. Well, regardless of the fact, Mike, I mean, do you really think that Xavier Howard needs the money? I mean, it has nothing no, to do with that. No, this no. is all ego. Right, right exactly. I, I, I was going to say, a lot of it's got to do with the recognition. Yeah. And, and uh, Howard kind of got dissed there three years ago when he had a great season and he got ignored pretty much. Uh, so I, I think this is more about recognition than the actual dollars and cents at this point. It's ego. I mean, basically, I need, I'm the best corner. I need to be paid the highest in the league. This guy shouldn't be, the guy across from me should not be making more money than I am at this point. I'm a better player. I mean, who cares? You know, you're making a lot of money. He's making a lot of money. Be happy in life. And and try to win a Super Bowl because yeah. I mean inevitably that's what you're, you're going to have all this money. I mean if he's smart with his money, that seventy five million will last him his whole life, and he he'll live a great life with that type of money. What you, what you want is a ring to go along with that, and the only way you're going to do that is by not being a selfish football player. And I know their I know their their careers are short, and it has to be a money grab in a very short amount of time. But my goodness, I mean, if you can't live off of seventy five million for the rest of your life, then um, I, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Well, I mean, there's you know. no guarantee he'll see the full seventy five million because you know if his play falls off, he could get cut. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no guarantee that he'll see it. But whatever he's, I don't, I don't remember exactly what his signing bonus was, but it was somewhere between eighteen and twenty-five million, if I'm not mistaken. You know, the guaranteed money. So it's not yeah. like he's, you know, it's not like he's he needs a can at the corner. You know, I mean, he's he's making good money. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. I mean, we we all we got to do is just listen to ourselves. We've come so we become so numb to it all. Yep. Because. The, you know, the contracts and the amount of money is, you know, it's thrown around like it's nothing, you know? I mean, you no, know, it's, I, it's all greed. It's all greed. And, you big know, time, it starts at the top. The NFL is greedy, you know? Right, <laughs> and, right. And it trickles down to the players. It does. And, and you know, it's hard to it's hard to really get mad at the players because you understand that, you know, hey, look, they, they put in the work, they have the skill, they have the talent, and uh, they deserve something for that, you know? Yeah, but, 75 millions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, eventually you got to say, okay, does it really matter like Mercury Morris said? You know, do you really need more? Right. So, I mean, it, the, the thing is this, is that at some point, these guys, they have to get penalized more so than they do for not um, right. you know, showing up. And I mean, you've got a job. You're getting paid. You signed a contract to do that. And you're obligated to do it. And I don't know if he is, is he not getting deducted money for not showing up at this camp. Or well, it- yeah, it's supposed to cost him ninety thousand if he doesn't uh, show up tomorrow. Right. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, to me, it's just foolish. I mean, if you care that much about money, well, the ninety thousand is nothing to him. Let's be honest. Right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> you know, that's like you know, he taking five bucks from you. You know, it just it doesn't not going to hurt you but that's per day correct no no oh, it's, for it's just for the it's yeah. for the yeah. three days okay 
So it is what it is. A lot of guys don't show up for this, right? I mean, we've seen this over the years. No, so, most, well, most of the team is there. I think he's there? the only he's the only one not there. Well, no, no, I'm saying in years past, we've seen guys from other oh, yeah, teams. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually the disgruntled ones, you know. Right, exactly. Yep. So, I mean, this isn't anything new. I mean, I'm sure that, um, you know, they'll work something out. I don't see him leaving the football team. I mean, we went around and, and took about 10 minutes there. Um, in regard to talking about this, but to answer the question is, you know, I, I feel he'll be here uh, one way or another. I mean, unless he just demands to be traded and the, the well, Dolphins, that's what'll happen if it goes on, you know, into yeah, August. <laughs> right. Yep. Well, we'll yeah. see. I mean, I, I just can't see it. I think that uh, the Dolphins are smart enough to to understand the situation here. I'll tell you what, if they do trade him. They're going to get a hell of a lot back for him. I can guarantee you that. Um, I can guarantee you we're going to get a lot in trade. But, you know, you can't replace the guy. That's the problem. I mean, you know, they, they can get a number one, a number two, whatever the case may be. But, you know, you're, you're, you've got a big hole on your defense, as you mentioned, Mike. Um, you know, the way they want to play defense uh, is based upon the fact that our corners can go man-to-man and it frees up everybody else. So, Yep. Bottom line here is he's a major piece in that defense. And if he disappears for whatever reason, you know, from injury, from contract or whatever, it's our, our defense is going to take a big hit. Well, and, he knows that. that and, you know, that's his leverage. Oh, and he's using it for leverage, no question. I got taken my 10, 10 interceptions somewhere else. And the Dolphins know that. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to be because they have, like, no cap money left. I mean, you know, they, they really are, are struggling, you know, and obviously they can make cuts to free up some money, but, uh, you know, they're not in a position to where they can give a lot of upfront money right now, you know? Uh, so yep. we'll, we'll have to see. And it's, and that hurts the team. You know, yep. when you start taking pieces away, you know, you, you, um, you get rid of a grant, for example, okay? Um, you put yourself in a position on special teams to where you're not going to be as strong, you know, because I just don't see the rookie being out there on special teams. But the thing about it is, is that one way or another, you're going to hurt the team because you're going to be bringing in guys that aren't at the same level as the guys that you're cutting. Right. You know, you're bringing in a lot of younger guys, guys that aren't making as much and aren't as skilled. So in the process of you being a selfish player, you are hurting the team in different aspects. So it is what it is, you know, yeah. and, and if that's the way you're going to be, then, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, I've got mixed emotions about it. You know, I, I try to put myself in that position and in all honesty, you know, I'd be happy for the guy across from me. As long as I had more than enough money, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I agreed to that contract and, That's and, it. and you know, I, I have to, uh, you know, I have to, um, go out there and do what, you know, do what I'm supposed to do, not cry about it two years later. I mean, it's, it's yeah. one year later. <laughs> well, did, did they deduct, the question is, is did they deduct money from him when he missed half a season? No. Nope. Right? He got nope. that money. Yep. So, yeah, you had a great season last year, but the year prior, you only gave us a half a season. And from what I remember, it wasn't a great half a season either. I, I remember mm -hmm. him having a couple of really bad games 
early on, and then later on he started playing a little bit better. But the point of the matter is, is you got to take the good with the bad. I mean, you know, they could pay him all this money and in game two of the season, you know, he gets hurt. He's an injury away from a ton of money being thrown in the garbage again. So it's, you know, and he's up there in age, as Jim mentioned. So, you know, it they've got to come to some sort of, uh, you know, medium ground, Mike, as you mentioned earlier as well. So, uh, you know, you talk about disgruntled players, and I don't know if there's anybody more disgruntled than uh, Aaron Rodgers. What do you make of that situation? <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. I'll let you start on my boy there. I struggle with all of this. You know, you know, these guys, we've already talked about the money end of this. These guys really don't need the money anymore at this point. So it becomes more about you know, control and, and recognition and, you know, ego, you mentioned Lou, uh, you know, the, you know, Rogers wants to run the show basically is what it amounts to, you know, Deshaun Watson had the same aspirations, uh, until, you know, all that trash came out, but you know, there's just no good way to move forward. You know what I'm saying? As a team, as a quarterback, I mean, now you've like spoiled the soup to me. It's, it's a mess. It's just a mess. I don't know what to think about it. Mike, go ahead. I know you have something to say about about all that. Well, I, I would take the opposite stance. I, I think with what Aaron Rodgers has accomplished in his career, if he feels slighted, you need to sit down with him and figure out why. Uh, he's certainly a Hall of Fame talent and, uh, you know, MVP last year. <laughs> You know, this guy's helping your football team. This guy is bending over backwards to help your football team, and he's been doing it for years. So if there's something wrong, you know, you need to make it right. And that's just how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been in the league how many years now, right? And we've never heard any bad things coming from him. So obviously there's, there's, there's a big problem there. And I think that the coaching staff that's there and the decisions that they made, which – you know, we all talked about after that game. I mean, we're ridiculous. I mean, I have no idea why they made those decisions. But I think that, as you mentioned, Mike, and I understand where your Jim's coming from as well, you know, because the guys, it doesn't matter whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Beckham or whoever the case, you know, whoever it is, whatever the case may be, you know, these guys are dictating. Um, yep. But at the same token, as you mentioned, Mike, Aaron Rodgers uh, deserves that, right? I mean, more no more than how we felt Marino at the end of his career deserved it when Jimmy Johnson came yep. on and they kind of took the control away from what he did. I think that if Aaron Rodgers had failed a lot last year, right, and you mentioned, Mike, the fact that he was an MVP, okay, right. how can you – <laughs> I mean, how can you take control away from a guy that basically won the MVP last year? He was playing at an incredible level. So if you're going to question his play or or the situations and, and the fact that you, you created a circumstance here, it has nothing to do with the fact that the guy's slipping in any way, shape, or form. The guy's still playing at an incredibly high level. So he deserves he deserves whatever uh responsibilities that uh the team is in to win football games and to make decisions to win or lose football games as far as I'm concerned he's been there a hell of a lot longer than that coaching staff's been so right. 
Um, he deserves it. And um, I'm on the same page with you in regard to that. I think that the Packers are making a major mistake um, because the guy is, he's got at least a couple more really, really good years in him. And, um, you know, they're making a mistake. They're, they're going to they're gonna learn very fast uh, what, what it's like to not have a guy like him running the show. It's going to be a lesson for them because I don't care who they put in in place of him. It's not even going to be comparable. Yeah, it's all different. And, and like you guys have said, you know, he has earned a certain level of, of control as far as game stuff goes. They did just change the, the manager, you know, the head coach, what, two years ago, and that was due to Rodgers. So where is the disconnection? Is it with the general manager, yes. the team, yes. the team it's, owner? It's with the, owner? It's with the team you know, management. I mean, Somebody somewhere, uh, I don't know if it's just a personal issue or what, but it's it's like I said, the whole thing is sour now. You know, I, I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, a lot of it. I mean, I remember after the game, the the the, uh, the game that they had lost, and the decision to kick a field goal and then kick an onside kick, yeah. and not go for it on fourth down inside the ten, just did not sit well with Rodgers. Um, you know, he got him down there, and we've seen him do this a million times. I mean, I know they had three opportunities, but you know, you're inside the ten. You got to. I think I, he had he had a major problem with that coaching decision. Lou, I hate to interrupt you, but I think all of the NFL viewers were 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 there with their jaw hanging open. Why did they take the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands? That's, exactly. That's exactly. what he. That's what he does in crunch time. And exactly. they, they took the ball away from him. And uh, yeah, that's unacceptable. Right. So I I think it go. What my point is is that I think it goes beyond the general manager. I think that there's some issues with the coaching as well. It is what it is. You know, whoever lands them, and, you know, me and Mike talked about this uh, yesterday, Jim, and um, I talked about the teams in the NFL that would be in a position, well, not so much a position, but it, uh, the teams in the NFL that it would be smart for them to go after him, right? And the Dolphins would be one of those one of those teams, as far as I'm concerned, because we've got one of the top defenses in the league, right? And we've got a lot of really good receivers now. We've got some players on offense. We got some tight ends. We got some players. And you add Aaron Rodgers to this football team right now, and you have Tua maybe you know play behind them for another year. Um, th- this team's a Super Bowl contender, as far as I'm concerned. There's not a lot of other teams in the NFL. Me and Mike again, we talked about this yesterday. That are in that position. There's probably about two or three other teams that if he came on board uh, in the position that they're in, and I'm talking about teams that already have quarterbacks in place and they have um, you know, a very solid team in place, but the Dolphins are basically a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender right now. If you compare this team defensively and the additions on offense – compared to other teams in the NFL, you add Aaron Rodgers to all that, and you're definitely a Super Bowl contender. Uh, there's no question in my mind. Um, you know, you can say that maybe for Indi- Indianapolis to some extent. I think we would be a better team than them. And there's maybe one or two other teams in the NFL. I mean, some teams, it just wouldn't make sense. I mean, you can't see them 
going to the Texans or, or, you know, teams like that, that are just so far away. And by the time they get to where they need to get, you know, he's, he's going to be in his forties, but the dolphins are one of the few teams that he would make a major, major difference on. So it, it, it'd be, it, it's a nice thought. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it's interesting. Well, he'd probably make a major difference, but I don't know how they would possibly sign him. You right. know, dollar wise, how would yep. they possibly do it? You know. Yep. So that would ha- that would have to be figured out if they were going to entertain that idea, but I don't believe they are now. You know, we have a quarterback, and uh, uh, some of the response yesterday to his practice was kind of comical. Um, you know, it, it, it's minicamp. You're talking about Tua. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's minicamp, and uh, he threw five interceptions. It was a pouring down rainstorm. Now, he may not have thrown them all in the rain. I don't know. I wasn't there. But bottom line is this. He's a, a kid. It's his first off season, really. You know, he's going to make mistakes. They're trying new stuff, this, that, and the other thing. People just need to chill out, you know. If uh, he's making the same mistakes in September, then we got problems, but you know, it's a long ways to September as far as Tua is concerned. Yeah. Uh, one last thing on the whole Aaron Rodgers thing and the fit for the Dolphins. Uh, you know, I look at teams and I, 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 how, how many question marks does a team have? You know, defense, offense, blah, blah, blah. You know, our biggest question mark right now is probably the quarterback. So you plug Aaron Rodgers in and now that question mark is gone. So that is a good fit there. Plus, we're a young and up-and-coming team. So, But to your point on Tua, yeah, I mean, we don't know what they were doing. We don't know if they were, if he was, you know, experimenting with this, that, or the other or, or trying to get timing down with somebody that was normally faster than that and they couldn't run in the rain or whatever. There's all kind of different things we don't know. Uh, do I like it? No, of course not. Nobody does. But uh, it's way too early to get uh, all bunched up over it. Just well, uh, let's today wait he threw a nice, nice deep pass to Grant. So you know, yeah, and I did <laughs> see that, and and most of the people said, "Oh, and Grant didn't drop it." I'm like, why does everyone have to go to the negative immediately? That's just frustrating. We're talking about practice. I, I don't care to even. I mean. <laughs> Who cares what they do in practice at this point? I mean, you never want to – I mean, they made an issue of it, and maybe it was an issue. I don't know. I mean, they wrote about it. But the point of the matter is is that, you know, years ago, you didn't even hear crap like this, you know? No. I mean, the no. guys went out and practiced every day. You never heard about what Marino was doing in, in you know, in, in training camp, especially this early training camp, right? Yeah. Um, you know, do you want more out of him? Yeah. I mean, he's working – supposedly he's been working with the receivers. And going forward, you know, as we get closer to the season, that, that should be a factor. I mean, if he's still struggling – um, they obviously have an advantage over the defense because the defense isn't out there uh, practicing together, so to speak, as he as he has been with his receivers to be on the same page. But it's way too early to worry about that. I mean, who cares? I mean, when we get into preseason games and if he's struggling at that point, um, 
then we then we've got to start being a little bit concerned. And I understand their preseason games and and so on and so forth. But you want to see something there, right? You don't want to see a lot of the same. You don't want to see a two three interception half. You don't want to see those type of things. You want to see nothing but positive. But right now it's way too early to even worry about that kind of crap. I mean, I could care less. I mean, we've talked about this a million times over the years to where. They, they boost certain guys up, and then come the season, you don't even see these guys on the football field. And Ignu was the tight end, Mike, that we were talking yes, about a couple yes, of years Michael ago. Ignew. Oh, my God. They built that guy up to where he was the next, you know, Todd Christensen or Kellen Winslow, you know, whatever the case may be. And the guy never amounted to – he couldn't even get on the football field once the season started. So – you know, I take all this with a grain of salt. I don't think anybody should be overly concerned about it. It's way too early, and um, it is what it is. I mean, if he continues to do this through practices and, you know, through the the practices come August, then we got a problem, you know, if every day he's throwing three, four interceptions. but Well, know, he, didn't, he didn't today, and, and the point right. is this. You know, our defense isn't bad. <laughs> no, our defense so, isn't. You bad. know, rather than looking at Tua through five interceptions, how about the defense? You know, why is nobody talking up the defense? You right. know, everybody has exactly. to point to the negative, and, it, and that's it a defense me, without you know. Howard, Mike. Yes, yes, right. So you know, let let's. That's a good optimistic sign that the defense is going to play well together, and and we hope that continues. You know, and I want Tua to struggle against our defense because it means our defense is playing well. So. That's that's the way I look at it. You know, I think, you know, once it counts and then once they go through some exhibition games together and, and work on the timing a little more, as they will, uh, I think they'll be fine. I, I honestly do. And then people just need to chill. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I missed what whatever. There was a big uproar in regard to the fact Well, that- I wouldn't say an uproar, but, you know, the people that are against the quarterback, you know, pop up and, you know, look, he's a bum, you know, you know how it goes. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and you can't make any determination from a minicamp. You can't. We used to go out to St. Thomas all the time. Do you remember? Of course. And uh, were we getting upset when the guys had made a bad play? I, I, I don't. I don't recall that. <laughs> we were just thrilled to be there. I don't yeah. even remember like looking at a guy and and taking. Any, any taking of a it negative like, from it, oh, right? Shit, this guy's getting burnt. I yeah. mean, look at look at Needham. All right, let's use him as a perfect example. Okay, the guy's still on the team. Yeah. When we watched him that preseason, he was. We were awful. like, "Who in the frig yep. is this guy that yep. on every effing play he's getting burnt down the sideline?" All of us talked about. It. I remember yep. the three of us saying, "He's got to go." Yeah. I mean, he's horrible. And here it is two years later. And he's sticking and, around. And he's a contributor. Yeah. And he and he's starting over a number one draft pick in that nickel position. So, you know, that's what you gotta look at. I mean, you gotta trust in the coaching staff and um the decisions that they make. And so far they've done us pretty well, right? In regard to decision making. I don't see part. how anybody can say otherwise. I mean right. I they've mean, exceeded expectations in each of the last two years. Right. Exactly. So, you know, they've made the smart decisions with a lot of different football players on this football team. And, um, you know, the con- the contributions that we should get from the additions should be a major plus to this team. I mean, they're building on what we already have. We have a nice foundation 
And, um, you know, they're putting us in a nice position here. You know, it's a matter of them going out and executing at this point. And as Jim mentioned, you know, the, the quarterback position is the biggest question mark. And two has got to answer those questions. He's got to step up to the plate and he's got to go out there and he's got to, to have five touchdown camps and shut people up that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, five touchdown camp days. You know, that's it. You know, you shut the critics up right there and then. And uh, it eliminates that. So, you know, it's up to him. You know, he's got to, he's got to make those plays and he's got to get that, that monkey off his back. I agree. And uh, speaking of interceptions, how many did Byron Jones get on, on defense the other day? I don't know how many. I don't know. I'm asking you guys. You know, I'm, I keep waiting for Byron to uh, step up and make some picks. So, Well, we all know he's not known for making interceptions. It's not the strength of his game. That's true. So we you know. we understand his importance because you know we talked about this on numerous occasions when he was out it, we we struggled a little bit in the secondary and um uh you know d- did he have a fantastic season last year no but when when he was out his absence was felt and um you know the interceptions Jim um you know, X-Man is just exceptional at it, right? There's very few guys in the league that do what he does. I mean, he's done it his whole career. Um, you know, there's a couple other guys that are like that. You know, Richard Sherman comes to mind, right? Um, you know, Sherman may not be the greatest cover guy in the world, but he just seems to always be in the right place at the right time. He's a great football player. He's going to probably be a Hall of Famer. And X-Man is on on his way there too. But um, then you have these guys like, like Jones who are just out there and they just do their job. I mean, you know, from time to time, everybody's going to – I mean, I remember plays where X-Man got burnt last year, right? There were a yep, few plays sure. where, yep. where he got oh, yeah. smoked and um, – you know, but he makes up for that because he seems to always be in the right place at the right time. And why teams continue to throw at him is another big question. I mean, I don't understand it, but they do. You know, um, why? You know why? Because you got a solid guy on the other side. Well, Jim. You, you do. You got two solid. <laughs> you got two solid cornerbacks, and Byron Jones just sticks with tight coverage. And Xavier Howard fools the quarterback into thinking the guy's open, and then he makes a play. <laughs> you, you you watch film, and his receiver looks like he's open about sixty percent of the time. Right. But it's because he Howard baits is baiting yep. the quarterback. He baits him. Sure. Right. He does it intentionally, and that's yep. why he has so many interceptions. Because mm-hmm. they throw the ball, and he makes a move on the ball. Because he he's moves. also very instinctive. Well, that's yes. and that's part of that. And mm-hmm. and he he says, okay, I, I'm still good. He's got a step on me, but that's all right. I'm going to make the play, and he goes out and does it. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And you know, as I mentioned, there's very few guys that can do that. Um, you know, so. You know, I, I think that overall, all of these guys are key key elements, key parts to this football team. And if you take any of them away, uh, it creates problems, you know, in the NFL nowadays. I mean, can you get by for a game or two maybe um, if, if players step up at other positions or the offense plays well? Uh, the defense maybe can be without a couple of starters. I mean, we did it from time to time last year. You know, guys stepped up when Van Oy was out. Uh, you know, the defense didn't miss a beat. Um, when Jones was out, we did struggle a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's why Jones is still here and Van Oy isn't. Right. The point of the matter is, is that, um, you know, we, we, we've got a, a good foundation. You know, we're getting a little bit of depth now at certain positions and, 
you know, we should be good to go. I mean, you know, I'm very, very excited. You know, we I keep talk about this every week. We're, we're another week closer, you know, and the fact that they're having this uh, mini training camp is a fun thing. You know, it gives us something to talk about in the off season. And, uh, you know, we, we I wish it was more positive than what came out of camp yesterday, but it is what it is. Yeah, well, today was fine. I mean, they had a good day today, so I, I think people will calm down. Did it rain today, Mike, down there? Uh, I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it's so. been raining up here all day. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, it has not stopped all day long. It's pouring right now. Oh, well. Yep. At least you're inside. <laughs> you're not out playing in the rain. I'd love to be playing out in the rain, Mike. Come yeah, on. I know. I you know. would, too. I, I know remember. Jim probably would, too. Oh, God. I remember. So, Fun mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we used to look forward to bad weather. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's raining. Let's go play some ball. All right. Anyway, uh, uh-huh. all that being said, what are you looking forward to as as over the next month? I mean, you know, what are you going to do with your time? Because the football season is going to fade away for a month and, uh, you know, until training camp opens. And there won't be a whole lot of Dolphin news. So what will you be doing? Lou, you're going to be watching the Mets, right? I'll be watching the Mets. Absolutely. They're in first place. They're nine games over 500. And I got a lot of traveling to do um, over the next, probably right after July 4th. uh, I'll be traveling quite a bit. So that month is going to just fly by. I mean, I've got like three or four trips, probably every doggone weekend in July. So by the time I finish all that, um, damn, our exhibition games will be rolling. I mean, I'm jacked up. Yeah, you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun, fun time. You know this team is this team is good. They're they're good. They're good on paper. They're good. They don't play on paper, Lou. <laughs> I know that, but you know, I mean, you know, they're 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 solid on paper. You know, they got to go out and execute. Yep. Good, Jim. What do you got for the summer? Uh, I don't have a whole lot. I uh, I don't massages, follow, bunch uh, of yeah, massages. I, yeah, I, I I need some more massage work. Yeah, my <laughs> back is still bugging me. But uh, you know, I I haven't followed baseball much recently. Uh, so I I kind of chill out on the sports. I am a fairly fairly good hockey fan, and my Bruins just got uh, eliminated from the playoffs. So. You know, I, I'm not a I'm not a big uh, bandwagon type, so I I kind of tune out when my teams are are uh, not playing, and uh, so there's not a lot of sports going on. I'm hoping that I'm going to be paying attention to a Xavier Howard contract soon, but uh, <laughs> you know that might be wishful thinking. It might be closer to the start of the season when they got uh, they got to do something with him. Yeah, there, there's I, no way they're not going to do something with him that, that I can, you know, see. I mean, do I want them to? No, I kind of wish they wouldn't. But not that I don't want them. Don't take me wrong. Yeah. But I do believe it sets a bad precedent. I do believe it's going to come back in their face. Yeah. But you got to have this guy. So you got yeah. you got to pick your poison. That's it. That's it. So anyway, um, all how about right, you, guys. Mike? What are you up to this summer? Uh, well, we've got some traveling to do. Also, uh, I'll be down in. Uh, uh, Lauderdale, I'll be down in uh, Fort Pierce. So I'll be down there a couple of times, and uh, I'm not sure. I mean, beyond that, I'm not sure. Uh, we got to see. So, there you go. Uh, with that, uh, guys, uh, anything else you want to add? I think we're good. Next week we got what, Mike? Trivia? 
Well, we, we were gonna, we get... were going to do that this week, and 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 Kirk, Kirk needed a postponement. So uh, uh, if we can get everybody together, maybe we'll do it next week. He's a wall again. I mean, he keeps uh. saying he's not a wall. He's a wall. I mean, where, where is this guy? I mean, is he is he in another country? I I didn't ask him his location. I mean, actually, actually, yeah, he was in Jersey, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can consider Jersey and. You know, another, there are people who like another Jersey. country. Yeah, I like it, Mike. I like the Jersey Shore. Yeah, and I like it for about a weekend, and then that's it. You know. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get Kirk back next week, and then the whole gang will be here, and uh, we can make fun of him. You know, that's always a good thing, right? Well, get, I mean, hopefully he'll get one answer right. Well, hopefully he studies a little bit. The last trivia show, what did he get? Like three out of 25, right? I don't know. Oh. The, the funny thing to me was during that show, he was the only one that kept score. Oh, man. You got you guys are brutal on poor poor Kirk. Well, he's got to come back and, and, and you know, earn some respect. Exactly. Yeah, you man. know what, Mike? That's what he's doing right now. The damn guy is sitting at home, and he's studying all the Dolphin media guys. That's what he's friggin' doing. Could be. He's studying Could up be. for this trivia show. Could be. You know? Because uh, he doesn't want to be embarrassed again like he was last time. And we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe he'll surprise us. All right. So, all, all right. right, Jim. Good to see you back, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for listening. And if you get a chance, please uh, leave us a review or or, uh, comment or or suggestion. And uh, we enjoy that. And it helps us uh, to know what y'all are thinking. Till next week, fins up, everybody. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right. So that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Podcast Network.